0: Hello, everybody. This is Humble and Hungry, and I'm your friend Natalie Poucher. Welcome back to a very special episode. I have a very handsome man staring at me as he's holding his rib cage.
1: How are it you? I'm I know. doing great. So Thank
0: you. Riley, on was it Sunday or Saturday? Yeah, it was over, it was the, over weekend. the weekend. He's like, I gotta go get a mole checked, and I was like, why? And he's like, "Look at it," and it was sure enough. And it itches. It itched. It was risen. It risen. Yeah. <laughs> it was raised. It was risen. Whatever. It was raised, and um, and it was misshapen. And so I was like, and I was, I was like bitching at you a little bit of like, you better do it on yeah, Monday because
1: it's itched since summer. Has it really? On and off, only with the sun.
0: Huddleston. Are you serious?
1: I mean, if we're being serious on this thing.
0: <laughs> Dude. And then you finally had to say something to me because you yeah, knew I was it going to be on your ass.
1: Yeah, because it's more.
0: Oh, no. It's Anyways, fine. so he tells me that like, on Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday, of course, is a holiday. So I said on Tuesday, you better call. The good thing about you, though, is that you actually do follow through with it. So thanks for doing that. You're welcome. I know. Thank a you lot for making of, me. I know a lot of men <laughs> and husbands that would be like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. And unless like the woman calls or the woman makes the appointment, they don't do it. So I appreciate you for doing that. Yes.
1: Thank you yeah. for making me do it.
0: <laughs> um. Anyways, so they went and um got it checked out today.
1: And then cut out today.
0: And then cut out. Look at he, that. he looked at it and was like...
1: Yeah, that's got to go.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, in two weeks we'll know. Yeah. Keep or take. All right. Well, guys... If you have an itchy mole, go get it checked out.
1: Get it checked out.
0: Melanoma. You don't want to fuck with it. Melanoma. Molanoma. Mol-a-noma. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Okay. The reason why you're here, let's just tell everybody. Not my jokes. Nope. It's not for that. <laughs> um. Oh, also another thing is Piper is fully in her bed. And this is like, what, day four or five?
1: And she, it's like she's still
0: in a In a crib. crib. It's like she's in a crib and that, and like she has never jumped out of her crib before. I don't know. I think, honestly, we're rock stars. I'm just going to throw that out there. Oh, it's (laughs) us?
1: Yes, exactly. It's not the perfect little angel, baby girl, Piper Rose Huddleston. It's not her at all.
0: I think it's a mix of it. But honestly, sorry guys, we're whispering because our house is poorly insulated and she is actually sleeping. Well, trying to go to sleep, but. um, She's listening right now. She definitely is listening. She even told us earlier, she was like, daddy, because you can hear everything. She goes, you forgot my medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Like this girl will tell you if like, mommy, I didn't brush my teeth. Like, damn, I'm like, damn, you are good. You are damn good. Um, We got lucky with her. She's a parent of herself. She is so good. Speaking of parent, she's a teacher, right? Is what you found out.
1: An armadillo. She's an
0: armadillo. So we're about to get into this whole Oaxaca trip, Um, and I cannot wait. But um, during the trip, in one of the days, he found out what all of like it's like our almost like our zodiac sign.
1: It's alebrijes.
0: But our alebrijes, and piper. Spirit animals. Yes, and piper is an armadillo. (laughs) She's a teacher. Right? Yeah. And what else about her?
1: Their knowledge. She's like their knowledge, all about knowledge. Exactly.
0: Which is so weird that on my tattoo on my back is family health knowledge. Well, it doesn't, news. it doesn't say knowledge. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to say knowledge in Hebrew, but it says breaking news. But isn't that funny? Is. Anyways. And then you are the owl, which wise. is okay, Wise. And what else?
1: Yeah. not not so wise (laughs) it's wisdom and like not all knowing that's that's what he said right but it's because you have a lot of the right answers like you're wise people come to you for advice and things because what you do say is very Coherent, direct... As you can't get the fucking words out. You know? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm making an owl look (laughs) really good right now.
0: Anyways, and then I was a duck.
1: Spanish pato. Mm
0: -hmm, A Mexican duck. The leader. I'm a leader. Yes, I am. With my little chicks behind me. My little duckies behind me, not chicks. Okay, let's just get to it. Can we? Yeah, let's dive in. Let's dive in. So... Shall we tell them why you even went to Oaxaca? Oh, is she calling you? No. Your you have to have your ears out. I have my headphones I have out.
1: My ears out. She's just talking to herself up oh, there.
0: Okay. Um. So tell everybody why you even went to Oaxaca, which I've sort of given debriefs and whatnot. But go ahead.
1: Okay. So the Oaxaca trip came about because we are doing some more hotel developments. We're potentially doing restaurants, and Bob and I were talking about Spanish and Mexican concepts. Bob is his boss. And mm-hmm. uh, I like to think partner.
0: Boss, partner, you know. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want to <laughs> ruffle any feathers over here. <laughs>
1: uh, so we were talking about these concepts, and it. I'm not necessarily a big fan of like, Especially Baja or anything. I know there's some good food coming out of there, but it's just not my style. Uh, so there's in research and everything. There was just everything coming up where you want good food and more where the root of Mexican cuisine tends to be driven from. Even Mexico City, all the great chefs all go to oaxaca to learn it was like oaxaca 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 and i was like mm-hmm. okay fine we need to do this it's elevation it's fitting for some of our uh locations potentially and uh it was just a lot of great chefs are opening up stuff and the food the cuisine the local ingredients that are coming out of there the corn the masa that we get here is mostly coming from there there's a couple other places but majority of it comes from Oaxaca and I was like okay this is the place we have to go mm-hmm. and so then 2 months after that conversation we're on
0: a flight down to Oaxaca all right now let me give you guys a little a little more information so so he takes me to Loreto <laughs>
1: She loved it, by the way.
0: <laughs> she He takes me to Lo- Boring Loretto and then this guy goes to Oaxaca without me. But again, it was a work trip and there's four of them that went. So it's him, Bob, and then his designer for the company and their translator or whatever no, she, she was. She coordinated the trip. She coordinated, she
1: coordinated trip, it. She co- booked everything.
0: She booked everything, coordinated it, and then I, apparently spoke Spanish or whatnot. But um, I will say her itinerary is um quite um extensive and gave a really great sort of breakdown and if you guys want me to i can um send this to you guys i got so many messages about where did he go to eat where did he stay what did he do because you guys all want to go down there so i i if you guys want this i will um just sort of reconfigurate it and and write it down so that I can just send it to you guys. Um and it and it really breaks down so much information on on Oaxaca and what to do and and whatnot. But um yeah, all right. So sort of take us through like I think everyone wants to know what are the best restaurants, where are the best places to stay, like what are the things you have to do? Like what are the musts? Um So, like, give us all that. Give us all the juice, baby.
1: So, Oaxaca itself is very large, right? It is a large state in Mexico. So, there's Oaxaca City, and then there's, again, 500 other municipalities inside the state. And they have mountain ranges going up to 10,000 feet, and they have coastal ranges and everything in between. So, they have every microclimate there is pretty much in the world. And uh, so, staying is a tricky question because, like, in the city, we stayed at two hotels. We stayed at the more modern hotel, which is only a.
0: What what is that one called?
1: And that one was called Americana or Grand Fiesta Americana.
0: Okay. That's the more modern one? That's the more
1: modern. Hotel. that's
0: in the city. And that's
1: in the city. It's everything is really walkable when you're in that part of the uh city. It's hotel or not hotel. It's uh um Oaxaca Centro, so it's the center. El centro? And mm-hmm. el centro. And uh that's the center and it is walkable. It's great. It's just stunning. So that's a more modern hotel and it was actually really nice. The rooms were really nice. Everything about it was honestly really nice. Um,
0: was it nice? <laughs> it was honestly really
1: nice. They had a great spa. We didn't go, but we went and checked out. They had a great gym. Everything was
0: how was the food there?
1: The food we didn't eat there.
0: Okay. I mean No breakfast. but is it like do they have breakfast or like yeah, any of yeah, those things? They have breakfast, okay. lunch,
1: dinner, it's a hotel, okay. basic, you know, you know me. Unless the hotel's not known for food like Alito House, I'm not eating there.
0: I'm wow, st-
1: still one of those, one bougie. Of those people. bougie. Uh, <laughs> so me on the other
0: hand, no, I need anything
1: you would need it if I didn't tell you to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so, so that's where we stayed. But the city itself, what with the guides and the people that we met, there were locals and everything. They're really, really cool Airbnbs and mm-hmm. Airbnbs throughout. And they might be on VRBO or whatever the case may be, but they're really cool
0: places. You don't
1: even know the buildings, how they're constructed is basically every building has a courtyard. Um, So they have a fence around it. So when you're walking down the streets in the morning, the doors are closed. You don't know what's inside. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden they have the doors open and it's just like this massive, massive Building, walk into a courtyard, a bunch of, you know, it's two story, whatever the case may be, and it's really cool architecture. Uh, so there. And how?
0: Sorry, I'm sorry. How long was the flight? You you took a direct flight.
1: So we did take a direct flight from LAX straight in, and it's they don't fly every day, uh, that's why we had to leave on Friday. I think it's Friday and Mondays mm-hmm. um, is their direct flights, and it was four hours for okay. a direct flight. Okay. So.
0: Um, Okay, so you stayed there for the first few nights?
1: Uh, Three nights, I think. Okay. I think we stayed there three nights. Okay. Um, And then we went to the second...
0: uh, What did you do food-wise the first couple of nights?
1: Oh, the first night, first of all, when we landed, we check in, we go straight to eat because, you know, that's what I love to do. Yeah. So, Criollo. Yes. Criollo is one of the best restaurants down there. And... It was epic. So we went in, we sat, they sat us at, like you walk by um, the comals, which they're making the tortillas on. And so you walk by those, there's the main dining room out on a courtyard. And then they put us in by the bar. The bar was awesome. It was super sexy. Everything's candle lit, big, massive candles. They're doing their own fermentation there at the bar. And it's just an extension, but it's plywood painted black and it's still beautiful Hmm. so that's uh where they sat us and then bob actually was like did you guys see the table that was in the kitchen there's three seats at it Mm -hmm. and it's just like just a little extension to the actual workspace for Mm -hmm. the chefs and i was like yeah and he was like nobody's sitting there i'm going to go see if we can sit there he's like there's more action happening there i love that so he comes back and he's like, that's yep. a rich
0: person move right there. <laughs> <laughs> like where no is just like, not like they're not, you're not afraid of a no, no. you know? Cause you're never going to
1: get a no. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, he comes back and he's like, yeah, we can sit there. So they, uh, it was funny. So the, so they sit us there and one of the chairs is too high. So Whitney has to sit in the chair that's too high and so there's
0: Whitney's the one that did the whole itinerary yeah. and set everything up and yeah. whatever. So,
1: Bob, Suellen, and I uh, were sitting at the right height, and she had to sit at where her knees were at the counter height because that was their only chair they had available.
0: Oh man. <laughs>
1: <for> the, <laughs> the fourth chair. Uh, but it was an incredible, incredible meal. Learning, sitting there, talking to the chefs. Um, and we had one of the main guys. Um, spoke English, so he translated and talked to us. Where the chefs would say something or whatever, and I could understand what the chef was saying clearly because he was speaking cuisine. Uh, so that's a different language in itself, but um, it was an incredible meal. Talking about the molés, they go to the market every day. How they do everything, like mole's their food will never be the same every day because they get different stuff the mole at the market and just that's that cool. whole philosophy in food and they talked about that's how everything in oaxaca is mm. everything it's just lifestyle and you don't believe it until you're there and then you're like seeing it everywhere yeah. everywhere does it Everyone makes sauces every day from scratch, makes their tortillas every day, you know, makes their own masa every day. It is it is truly Did it inspire you? Of course it did. Yeah. And that was just first meal. Yeah. Out of seven days. (laughs)
0: That's a long time.
1: I mean, we will never get through an episode. That's like this is a four hour episode. That's what
0: I know. And there's so much information. I just I more want to like Just give everybody the main places that you ate, the main things that you learned, the places that you, you know, you stayed and whatever, like things that like highlights that they need to know.
1: So we walked back or we didn't walk. We took a taxi because the first night I said, no, I can get us back because it was out, quote unquote, a little bit out of the uh, centro. And it's, you're talking five minutes walking out of maybe six. You know, out of the centro, and I was like, "No, I can walk." We and they're like, "No, we don't know how to get back." You're what like, your "I already know." And I'm <laughs> like, "No, I got it. Don't worry." And nobody believed me. By day two, everybody understood that I do not get lost.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild.
1: And uh, uh, so, so. you guys walked back the first night. So we got a cab back to the centro, mm-hmm. and then we went to uh, selvas. And that is one of the world's best bars.
0: Okay, uh, take notes, people.
1: And that was just super sexy. The, the cocktails were great, and the prices when you're eating this type of food, eating uh, down there, is what we would pay here, especially in Orange County or in LA in a city or whatever. You're paying an arm and a leg for uh, our cuisine and dining out down there. It was so cheap, like a world's best cocktail was i think 15 US dollars. Yeah. And you're like,
0: well, because also unreal. for us Mexico like is going to Cabo. And Cabo is just as Same as price, expensive as Orange County. dollar
1: margarita and you're like, get the hell out of here.
0: Not even 24 or whatever. Yeah, like Cabo is like expensive.
1: It's crazy. 24
0: 25 bucks for a cocktail. Um okay, so inexpensive food and cocktails down there yeah. or just like everything Even at is, the best of the best. Yeah. So and hotels were uh,
1: the two. So that's what the two hotels we stayed at were expensive. Like the five star hotel that I didn't actually, I mean, architecturally beautiful it was an old school uh, monastery from I think the sixteen hundreds, right? That was converted and it was beautiful, but How it's much? very hard to. Do the rooms right when you renovate something that that's, it's that old. And I think it was $500 a night, U.S. The hotels were expensive. So that's where everybody said that the Airbnbs were the way to go because they're cheap. They're great. And then the two hotels, because they're really only the two hotels they are higher end. There are no chain hotels. There's no brands. There's nothing. It is still, I mean, I don't want to be even talking to you all about this because Oaxaca is this little hidden gem of the world still it's just a magical place for that so that was kind of what I would recommend trying as well is going down the route of maybe not staying in the nice big beautiful hotels that you're not really getting anything extra out of because you're not going to eat there you're not going to really I mean, we had one drink at the hotel the entire time. The great thing about it was there was a gym and that was pretty much it. But then the second hotel, the five star quote unquote, was not five star. It was definitely nice, but the gym, only two people could be in it at a time. It was tiny. You had to check out, things like that. So,
0: okay. So, what was the second hotel?
1: The second hotel that we stayed at for just a couple nights. Was the Quinta Real?
0: Okay, and that was still in the same vicinity.
1: That was a couple blocks away, a little bit closer to. Well, the and why did you square. guys move? Just so we can always see. Okay. You know, just because we're on a work trip, so we want to see different hotels, yeah, yeah. different. I wasn't sure if there was like anything specific.
0: Okay, and then what other? And then any other highlights of like, daytime walking around from?
1: Walking around is the coolest little shops coolest little food marts coolest little things there's just everything's so small the shops and everything like I said when you open up a door during the day you're just like whoa I how how did you where did you come from Mm. because it's just like maybe a beautiful little shop that's tiny that's a couple hundred square feet yeah and the coolest little designs or textiles or I mean honestly anything you could open up to a magnificent art gallery it's just incredible just walking around everything's cobblestone down there and then you go I mean we went to the major market that's 350 square miles Mm -hmm. outdoor market it's wild it's anything under the sun that you can imagine that's made in Mexico a lot of things that you find elsewhere in Mexico is made in oaxaca so what you find in like mexico city Mm -hmm. most of it's actually made in oaxaca so it's way cheaper and they just ship it to all these other markets around mexico and like even tijuana what you buy in tijuana is still cheaper in oaxaca for maybe even better quality because it's made and didn't have to ship all that way
0: that's crazy
1: i mean Again, I don't know all of Mexico, but it seemed like when... And the locals Like
0: this was like almost very like...
1: prideful, but every... It was like, like the the heart, hub and the harp. The yeah. heart. Yeah. The most ancestral part. I mean, you think the... So, I mean, there's all the food. There's the history. There's... I mean, it's 11,000... The first civilization down there was at 11,000 BC, which is wild. That's, Weren't
0: you saying it was like before?
1: That's 6,000 years before the Egyptian pyramids were built. Right. Other pyramids down in Oaxaca were built. Crazy. Like, just think about and that like, for a second. And like full-blown
0: like civilizations.
1: Yeah, 45,000 people at uh, Mont-Alaban.
0: Yeah, because one of the days you guys went up hiking, right?
1: That was, so that was out of the city. So before we went to uh, the, uh, the large civilization. And the large civilization was incredible just the energy there it's it's actually very peaceful and wait but
0: what do you mean about a large <clears throat> civilization what do you mean
1: the large civil, civilization meaning what on mount you're, Ar-
0: you're talking out of the city like once you guys started no
1: this was just it's out of the city but it's i mean 30 minutes out of the city so you can see the mountain top you can't see it from the city but you can see the mountain and they carved the top of the mountain basically off leveled it and built the civilization up there. So you, that's just right out of the city. It's super close.
0: And the, it's it's like their larger civilization. That was
1: the largest. That was a first civilization there.
0: Got it. Okay. Before we get there, go back a little bit. So you guys go from the first hotel to the second hotel. Second hotel, you thought it was okay. Yep. Not worth maybe spending all that money. So maybe people Correct. should like... Bypass that one. Yeah. So maybe it's... So you think it's like... Find cool little hotels, but don't spend an f- arm and a leg on it because they're probably all going to be somewhat similar in the sense of like.
1: Potentially Airbnbs. And again, I'm not I'm using the word Airbnb, but it might just be a small hotel. There's a couple of hotels that, down there. And it's there safe? That are six-bedroom hotels.
0: But it's safe? Yes. It, and you felt safe?
1: Oaxaca is a very, very safe place. Okay. Felt safe the whole time. Yes. There's a few homeless it is a major metropolitan for them. There are homeless people. There's a bunch of, you know, there's the drunk guys that are homeless on the street yeah. trying to but where get a is dollar it out of you. There, you, know? you know, but it wasn't like they were aggressive. You just said, "No, no." Yeah. Not today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was done. So,
0: okay. So as far as like hotel-wise and it was there anything you guys were like inspired by? hotel wise Uh, or just was everything sort of all encompassing just inspirational
1: everything was yeah yeah very because design the architecture down there is just really cool yeah how they build and what they do it's it's definitely just inspiring yeah
0: okay and then as far as food places in the city so you went to Criollo
1: we went to Criollo
0: and then the bar that what Selva Selva
1: then we went to a place that they make the elote, elotería. Elotería? Yeah, like elote. Uh huh. Where they elotería?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And that one's right there. It's across the street from. And what is a, that? A restaurant? Santo Domingo, the church, the main, the big church, and that was a restaurant. They have a little pastry shop that was incredible, where they're making all the pastries, like French pastries, out of uh masa instead of flour mm. so it's super light like even their donut was mind-blowing how light it was and how clean it tasted and then they had the uh uh off to the side they had a little cooking class place upstairs they have a rooftop and the rooftop was a restaurant we didn't get to go to the restaurant but it was definitely on the list mm. that was there a lot of rooftops it, there we didn't get to eat the full meal, but um, Huma uh, was this little kitchen that I got to taste a couple things and then got to make tortillas with her. Mm. And she was the best female chef in Mexico this year. Best, I think, oh, best what? female chef. She's only like twenty five. She's a rock star. What? And her place is dynamite. And then she has a pottery store out front. And then another restaurant and then this tiny little kitchen that seats like 15 people.
0: And you got to make tortillas, or what did you make with her?
1: Yeah, so uh, she was teaching me the uh, tortillas. What'd you learn? Uh that I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I was telling Patreon that we had everybody over and we were making tortillas. Um, but I didn't say I didn't I, I didn't talk about how they actually tasted. Because we had the blue corn, and then we had the white. Yep, the white corn. Corn, and I personally love the white corn. You love the blue. I mean,
1: I I loved the white corn as a just a consumer. Yeah. But as a chef doing something new, or as a consumer for the like, I could eat the white corn every day. Yeah. The blue corn was like. It's a good mix up, you know, you right. try it, you eat it, it's cool, it's fun, it tastes different than the other one, maybe it gives you a little bit more appreciation for the white yep. one, but it has a lot more flavor, so it, to your point, takes away from the food, so, in a, in a sense. So, yeah, I thought
0: it was almost like too much, like too doughy, right. too, um, not, not tarty, not bitter, but I don't know what the word is, it was just a little bit too much. And it really overpowered. I thought, you know, it's like eating a purple french fry versus a
1: russet potato french yeah. fry. You yeah, know? essentially. It just has a lot more flavor going on that takes but away But I mean, even having the to the like components.
0: figure out how much water to add to actually make like the masa, you know, the perfect consistency. And, you know, my mom came over and she Not was a like, you No, know, my mom came over and she was like, Ooh, I was raised on this. Like, and my mom's mom, went from, uh, I, I guess she they flew her from Mexico to, the, I don't know where, Guadalajara or somewhere, to be the main one to make the tortillas. She was a tortillera. So that's all she would do. She would sit there and she would just make tortillas. And it Incredible. was like, she's like the perfect hand. She's like, it's all about using your palm. your palm and, and having enough water on your hands and just it's it's an art you know but anyways
1: it it is they do it i mean every place we went they make their own tortillas every single place incredible you know and it's just like that in itself is inspiring yeah right because i preach everything that i serve has to be fresh from that my kitchen i don't think a lot of people understand you know it's like and when you go down there, it's their culture. It's just what it is. It's not like, oh, you should do it this way. It's not another, there's no other option. Right. So it's it's really incredible when you see that. So that was another place. Definitely have to check out because we had three bites there.
0: And sorry, was that Huma?
1: Huma. Okay. Un-freaking-believable. Okay. Was, that was really good. Uh, and then I mean we hit some small little shacks when we went down to the market and we did our food tour we hit some shacks and in the market we had a uh, cabeza in one we had heart on a tostada I mean it was you tried it all we tried it all we tried it all and it we went to the there's a famous lady I don't even know the place but it's uh in the market I guess it's famous because there was all Americans there at this little shack mm-hmm. inside the market. And you know it's a tourist trap if but the salsa that she had so good. Fire. And mm. it was so freaking spicy, but you had to just keep on eating it. Oh my god. Like I got hiccups from that one. And I just kept on going. When it's too spicy.
0: <laughs>
1: kept on going. Yeah, it was incredible.
0: And were there a lot of tourists there?
1: No. Like, I, n- are
0: you sure? No,
1: there wasn't. Really? Yeah. The most of the tourists are definitely European. Oh. Mm. There was a very few Americans there. Like, I mean, when you say a lot, there was a handful of Europeans, but in the hotels, I would say most of them seemed like they were from Mexico City. Mm. They're very well-dressed, kind of louder clothes, super cool, super chic, and spoke very fast Spanish, and I just assumed, a little bit taller as well, so I oh, yeah.
0: The second Riley got there, he goes, wow, I'm tall here. <laughs> I was like, I told you. I had told him, I was like, sometimes I even feel tall going to you Mexico. Would have felt tall And there. I'm five even, okay? Yeah. That just goes to show you. Um, and I already knew he was going to say something about the height. And they sure enough. were <laughs> as
1: a, I mean, there's a couple that were definitely tall. Like our one guy the first day, uh, Coco, he was taller than I was.
0: <laughs> you're like.
1: And I was like, and then everybody else is like four foot even. And you're like, what? Where did <laughs> you come from? He's like, yeah, I'm born and raised here. I'm like, really? Oh,
0: and tell him about um, the Oaxaca King.
1: Yeah, and then we did Oaxaca King and Omar. And yeah, he's the one that gave us the food tour through the market, and we tried. I mean, everything. so
0: Omar Oaxaca King on Instagram is really known for giving some of the best tours. I mean, he's done Eva, a, a countless Food Network shows. He's and one
1: that's just coming out with Ivan Longoria.
0: I think. Yep. I think yep. he's coming out. Even Ivan Longoria so is doing, doing a the whole, Oaxaca one. A whole food tour. Uh, or yeah. not food tour, but a documentary basically where her, you know, following her around. And um, he's just been very involved in, in the culinary community. And, and
1: yeah, he's been doing it for nine years down there.
0: Which is actually not that long. It is. An, it's not that long, but he's made a name for himself yeah. and he's good at what he does.
1: He's made a name for himself here in America from just doing... It started with like influencers, and then influencers became celebrities, and then celebrities became high end chefs that wanted to come down. And yeah, then, he just then he just knows his he and, knows his
0: place so well. He knows the area, um, and I think he's retiring soon. Is what he mentioned to you. Yeah. So if you guys are if you guys are going out there, and if you guys need a really good tourist, go reach out to him. DM him, Oaxaca King um let him know that we sent you but he honestly is one of the best he will take you everywhere you have to go the best spots but make sure you catch him before he retires yes um so you guys sat with him and you guys did some cool stuff with yeah. him right
1: yep and then even coco coco uh, has a uh, driving he has cars he does tours it's it's fascinating with these people that make money on giving tours and stuff for, and just well, I mean, showing people they
0: are tourist like driven tour guides yeah but it's no but like like they're
1: because they're they like seem their economy
0: like is based on tourism like
1: they see the people themselves seem like a different breed because when they're giving you a tour and they pick and choose so don't be jerks ever when you go down there because give you some insights but they see like when you call them and ask hey can you take care of us can you do this if you're not nice and if you're not cool people, they're not doing it. Mm. It's very cut. Like, I mean, Oaxaca King will say no to, he will get, I mean, he's famous down there. So he, and we even met some other people that went on his tours and they're like, he doesn't seem like he wanted to hang out with us. Like he was there just clearly to show us. And it was like, that was not our experience. He was the coolest guy ever. And, but again, they were, nice people but probably a little annoying you know especially after a couple drinks so they weren't into necessarily the food they were more about in it to hang out with him Mm. and that's not what he's there for he's there for a reason the coco that gave us tour took us to uh tula which is out of town for breakfast one morning and it was on real and it looked like mama coco making your tortillas in the back and Mm. she like kicks people off their stations and stuff (laughs) if they're not making it perfect and nobody speaks any english and it's clearly a locals place and it was on real and coco's like i wouldn't bring anybody here it's i i wanted to bring you guys you guys are like family and it's the second day of knowing him and it's just like and that's the culture. But, but I
0: feel like that is what you ideally want when you're traveling to these other people's like worlds, and and yeah, like emerging yourself, immer, emerging, immersing, immersing yourself. We've had a couple glasses yes. of wine, um, immersing yourself into the should culture. Should have been Mascale. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I know. I don't like tequila though. Like that. Not not to sip on like that. I like a margarita, but not to sip on. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
1: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
0: I wanted to tell you guys a quick little story. So I remember when I had a Piper, I was frantically looking for a diaper bag. And I was like, why are there no like really chic, beautiful, functioning diaper bags but that can also fit maybe some of my things? And I, there was just nothing like that until now. There's this company called Base and they basically have created the ultimate non-diaper diaper bag to serve every busy mom's needs while catering to like aesthetic dreams, okay? They basically have diaper bags that are complete with every essential needed for busy days, diaper changes, Um, Anything you can think about, if it's your goodies, if it's your baby's goodies, they even have like an outdoor proof pouch for the times when you can't spot a trash can. You know, we've all been there, right? And you have to like, you don't want it to touch the bottle and everything. You're like, ah, I'm just gonna throw it in there. They have a special pouch for that. Uh, This is a diaper bag that does even more than that. They have um, insulated bottle holders, a trolley pass-through for travel, and a teething ring that keeps a little one occupied while, you know, you're changing their diaper or whatever with a built-in changing pad. I mean, this is like the Rolls Royce of diaper bags. Um, and each base bag comes with a specific pacifier pocket that's easy to reach in times of you know meltdowns and, and all that. It's just like the ultimate lifesaver for any busy mom on the go. And right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com/humble. So go to basetravel.com/humble for 15% off your first purchase. That's BEIS. Travel.com slash humble. You are not going to regret it. Yeah, I feel like, but that's, I mean, that's the beauty of it. You travel to go literally meet these people, get to know, like, their history and their culture. And who they are.
1: You're not traveling there to, for them to know who you are. You
0: want to, totally
1: like, just be a sponge. And I am a, like, I mean, man. There's not a thing that I pretty much don't remember. And that was after drinking a lot of mezcal. You know, so then that was, but it's, but it was that. Um, so we got to hang out with him. We went to the market that's out of the city. It's only on Sundays. It's okay. where all the locals go.
0: Make a note, Make a note of that.
1: It is pretty.
0: And what does that one cause, you know?
1: That one is the Tlacolula.
0: Tlacolula. Yeah, La Colula. La,
1: <laughs> la Colula.
0: La Colula. Okay.
1: And the market there is in That was the place that, if you follow me on Instagram and you didn't like my uh, picture of the pig's head that was hanging in the market, and you stopped following me, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm. It's their culture. You know. Yeah. And. It, did I eat the pig's head? No, but it was fascinating. And I would eat anything that somebody said, eat this, because I don't want to offend them if it's supposed to be good. So,
0: But also, it's not like, I don't know. I mean, maybe for us, because we're used to it, but like pig is not out of the ordinary. We eat bacon, we eat ham, we eat... It's not like it's... For us, I think would be more shocking is like when you go to like the Asian cultures and there's like, you know, the dog markets and like... Those things that were like, (gasps) like how do you eat our pets, right? When, but yes, but it's
1: but our food system is broken that sense because we don't actually want to see the cow. We will eat the burger, but we don't want to see the cow. Right. We don't. We'll eat the bacon, but I don't want to know it's actually pig.
0: Right. 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 Right.
1: Right. We are out of sight, out of mind. Moved from where our food comes from, and there is not that way. You go to the markets. Everybody goes to the markets, and. I think so. If I offended you, I apologize, but it is their way of life. So do not go to the markets if you're down there, if that offended you. And did you have a lot
0: of unfollows (laughs) or something?
1: I had three people that I had three people that mentioned, How dare I? Oh, really? Yeah, that were very upset. And I'm like, That's, I'm, I mean, you're going to a place. I know, but you also can't like... That is, in a sense, a third world, right? I mean, to us, especially in Orange County, it's very far removed from our daily lives. And they have to, they don't have a choice but to eat the entire thing. If we throw it out, we're not being sustainable. We're not being conscious to what we're doing to our own society. So it's it's pretty amazing that they are doing that. So there are two sides of the coin.
0: Always. Always. And listen, you're never going to be able to post something that's not going to offend someone. You could say the sky is blue and someone would be like, how
1: dare you? Not it wasn't. (laughs)
0: Like, (laughs) how dare you say it's blue? That is aquamarine. You know, like some – like.
1: I've been Piper almost every day when uh, I say something.
0: Exactly. She's like,
1: no, it's not, Dad. She's
0: our biggest troll.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So that was – that market and we're – I mean, eating uh, is – we had the uh, st- uh, biria because mm, it's Sunday. That's my favorite. And we're just dipping fresh. And I mean, you're eating. Biria
0: is like just a very traditional, sort of almost like a stew. Yeah, it's you- like this broth that is either made out of sheep or it's made out of um, cow. And, right? Chiwu? Goat. Yeah. Or yeah. goat. Goat, oh, right. sheep, or cow. Goat, sheep, or cow. Um, and it's something that I actually was raised on and I ate that almost every Sunday. It was like my favorite thing. If I could get media, oh my God, it was
1: like. And if you can (gasps) be there on a Sunday and go to this market and sit at that table and order, it it is have a. And tag us, please. Un cerveza and do that. It is pretty exceptional. The, I will say the, beware if you go, I think they're delicious. Some of them I didn't because they're different sizes and everything. But the grasshoppers are in everything. They're in your omelet, they're in everything. They love champignones. Yes, champignones. They love their grasshoppers. And some are, and they'll teach you like, you want the ones that are more red and you don't want the brown ones necessarily. And they're, there's some big ones that I couldn't get around. I was, was like, uh uh-uh. uh. I picked them out at a couple Ew, of restaurants. Ew, what?
0: It's in everything?
1: Every restaurant we went to, they were a staple.
0: Why? Do they tell you why?
1: Because that's what they did as kids. It's it's a huge pr- uh, source of protein. And they even, Coco and Omar said, yeah, when we were kids, grandma would, Howie would give us a little net and we'd just go run and catch them and then roast, roast them, them and then sell them at the markets. Like it is just part of their, yeah, it is a big part of their culture.
0: And so, and so it's, and so it's just in, in every meal or it's yeah just part of it
1: on the rim of your cocktail. It's in, I mean, I don't even know how many grasshoppers they could get. I, I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to calculate. I was like, I, I believe the story, but I don't because this is a lot of grass. Where's the factory? Because there's yeah. so many grasshoppers. It is incredible, but they are. Like the right ones are delicious. Just stay away from the big ones is my two cents because there was some big ones and I was like, uh-uh. I could not get past the flavor. But the little ones, ooh, they just add a little crunch, a little sweetness. And they, they season them with like chili yeah, and yeah. stuff, so it's chili and salt and lime and stuff. So they're delicious. Um, They're like a potato chip down there.
0: Crazy.
1: Much healthier uh, than our potato chips.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay, So, so that was the market. All right, so that was pretty much all like the city.
1: That was the city, and then a little bit and outside a little bit outside, the, yeah.
0: And then you guys bit. ventured off. And then any of the restaurants there?
1: I mean, there are, but I can't go through them all.
0: Too many. There's, Again, you guys, I mean, DM we... me, and I will send you guys a whole his literally. I will just send you his itinerary, um, and and some other and some more. Yeah, and other places. This is when I need to really put that newsletter together. Yes. There was it. By the way. There is an app that um, I'm gonna possibly be like transferring everything over to, of all the places to stay, all the places to eat. That way, it's like a one-stop shop, and it's in an app, and like I, I have all my recommendations and Riley's recommendations. Um, so that's sort of in the works, and that's sort of why I stopped doing the newsletter. Um, that way, you don't have to like keep searching through your emails of where everything is. So that's, that's nice. Yeah, Because I
1: hate searching through my, through my emails. I know. And it's stuff. like, if you
0: can just go to this app and you can literally pop up, like, where did she say to go? Or like, I'm going to Mexico. Like, where mm. are the places to go to Mexico? Love it. This is this. And it's a very, very cool thing. So I will keep you guys posted on that. But anyways, just DM me for now. I'll give you the itinerary. Okay, keep going.
1: Uh, so so the, now
0: you're out of the city.
1: So then, well, the last thing we did was the um, uh, Temazcal. Mm-hmm. So that was just, you know, 20 minutes outside the city. So we the t- temezcal where it's the steam room and the It's whipping. not a room.
0: It's essentially um, almost like a rock.
1: It looks like a pizza oven.
0: Yes, essentially. So I did one when we went to Mexico with my cousins, um, and I was telling Riley that he had to do one if he could when he was out there. But it's essentially like a big, yeah, like a dome-style it looks like, like a rock pizza clay oven, yes. Oven. You could almost like crawl in there and you sit and it is hot.
1: Scorching.
0: It is so freaking hot. And you almost have I call it like shamans, but they're not a shaman. They're um just almost like a spiritual like guide. A, yeah, like a spirit guide, spiritual yeah. guidance like where they'll basically um say all these like chants they'll and sing. yep.
1: basically singing chant and then whip you with they're herbs that are... They don't whip y- you. No, they whip you.
0: Oh, I don't think they whipped us. Is that I mean, it's, a,
1: it's a light whip, but yeah, it's definitely okay, a whip. Yeah, okay, that's true, that's true, that's it true, doesn't, that's true. It doesn't feel great, but then you're like, <laughs> I know it's doing something great with my body or at least it's getting the mezcal out of my body.
0: <laughs> um, That's true. And then but they burn you, them. Yeah, and they, it, it's, it's the coolest experience. If you guys can do this... And, and it's do it, and, wait, wait you're, it's not a drug. It's not like you're not like a hallucinogen. Like this is just but, a straight, like almost like sauna steam room type, but just like all natural.
1: Mid trip, or towards the end of your trip, because you need to get that the, the mezcal out of your system. So then, because you just sweat. Yes. Like, and I mean that I sweat more than any sauna I've ever been in.
0: No, I know it was. It's wild. it's really really intense. Um, so if you're into that kind of stuff, I would highly recommend it. Um. Okay, so you did that, and then.
1: So then we went out of the city, and we went to Casa Silencio. And and we, well, first on our way to Casa Silencio, we hit other mezcaleras. So we hit Los Amantes, which I thought was amazing. You can't buy it here in the states, but unreal. And that one was. Fantastic.
0: That's a bummer.
1: And then, well, they have some uh, legal issues happening because their partner in the U.S. stole the trademark to their name, so they can't sell it in the U.S. anymore. What? Yeah. That's fucked up. It is messed up. So they are a must if you're down there, Los Amantes. And there are so many. It is incredible, and they're all over the entire state high elevation whatever low elevation it's they're everywhere so um, we only hit a handful of them and that was one the other ones don't really need to mention cool to see because it was ancestral which is it you can learn about it it's a type of uh, grade in a sense of mezcal not necessarily good or bad but it's how they make it and what you have to do you have to do ancestral type stuff to it and that
0: ancestral type stuff
1: like you have to go back to your roots so you have to you can't um use a stone or a horse or anything you have to do it by hand so you have to break up the stuff by hand you have to roast it you have to distill it in um clay you can't do it in copper or in right stainless so you steel. Have, you're, go- you're so doing
0: old school style
1: everything is by hand wow 100%. you have to Harvested by everything is by hand, and even though all the harvest is by hand, but that you have to do everything by hand. Uh, so, and it is a different flavor for the most part. We tried one that was exceptional, but the, at Los Amantes, but then the other place, we don't really need to say the name because it was just not good.
0: <laughs> just say it. That's the way people maybe steer away from it.
1: Uh, it was, uh, no. it was like something Madre or something. It was not very good. And it was in Mitla. Uh, So then we went through those, and then we made it to Casa Silencio. And wow, what a place. Architecturally, tucked up against the mountains, stunning. The town that you go through uh, is guarded by the community. It's not like they have guns or anything, but they check to see where you're going. Why are you coming into our community? And that's what I loved about the communities down there. They're very protective of their communities. Uh, Each municipality was kind of that way. So you go through this little guard shack. That's this 85-year-old lady asking where you're headed. Yeah. (laughs) And and then you go up. I bet that's a lot of Mexico. And then you go up to uh, Casa Silencio. And it was tucked up against the mountains. It was... Unreal architecture to the place, the design. It's only six bedrooms or six rooms, and
0: and you, this one in particular, I'm not sure you guys are able to. You
1: can book. I think it's roughly eighteen hundred dollars a night.
0: Okay, so it's a little expensive, um,
1: but it is some. But it is something else. This
0: is where Riley was like, "We should get married here." Yes,
1: because it is. <laughs> it's,
0: but it's only like eight rooms. Six. Okay. Even worse. How the fuck is my mom and my dad supposed to be in the same? They can vicinity? sleep in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry, Owie. Um
0: Sorry, Dad. I, or, or... Well,
1: she'll get mad at me if she, if she hears this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that may be a little bit too small for my family, but it looked gorgeous. That was the room where on <laughs> that was room where on Instagram. I like zoomed in to see whose sunglasses oh, they that was were. That's funny. Um, but that's the beautiful rooms where, like, you're overlooking, you know, all these
1: just the valley, through yeah. the agave through and the mountains. You're just surrounded by The
0: amount by of agave. And, like, just it, the scenery was so stunning and so tranquil. Um,
1: and and the then the music was on point. Yeah. The vibe was on point. The lighting with all the candles, everything they do, the service is incredible. Everything they do is hospitality and it is a El Silencio is the mezcal brand and then Casa Silencio is the little resort there and they do distilling there and everything as well.
0: And then and Riley's going to start working with them um, for, you know, some of the hotels and whatnot. But if you guys want to stay there and you guys reach out to them or whatever, let me know. And I will try to make sure that you guys have something, you know, make sure you guys are taken care of. Let's put it that way. So if you guys are planning a trip out there and you want to stay there, I know it's a little expensive, but let me know and we'll reach out and make sure you guys are taken care of. But I, I just, I feel like it's such an experience. It is. And they will take care of you guys.
1: I mean, they are on it. They, I mean, the staff there, uh, is exceptional they're some of the most amazing people that you'll meet i mean everybody I, I take that everybody in oaxaca was that way yeah um but the the staff was there and three of them a bartender a cook or a chef well one of the cooks or whatever and uh and then like the manager or whatever will stay there three people li- stay on property for 24 hours so they stay there And then they do a 24-hour shift and then they go back to the Oaxaca city. And then other ones live within the region and so they come in the morning and do a regular shift. That's
0: crazy. And then when Riley left, they were like, oh yeah, next week we're doing our own version of Burning Man. And they sent Riley like a video of it and it looked so sick. It Looks so cool because imagine it's like a desert. That was
1: the week after we were there. It's
0: like a desert and they have all these things that are like lit up and music and like it is a vibe.
1: Yeah, the I mean they're trying to make it the largest largest music festival, in Mexico. So cool. And it is. And that they happens. Did, they had two thousand people there.
0: And it's and it's on their property. It's on their property.
1: So they. He, Riley was saying in.
0: that there was an artist that was like a pianist and did like a whole set. Forty and minute was, set. 40 minutes set, and at the end of the set.
1: And this is at sunset. Yeah. And then you think, okay, now the music is about ready to start. Yeah. You know, like, okay, he was the first act. Boom, lights his piano on fire, and it's like, and then the DJs start, and everything just starts going. Oh, and my the, God. You guys, imagine. It it I was would like die. That was the kickoff.
0: Oh, my God. Gosh. And they
1: literally partied. The music went until sunrise.
0: Okay, that's where I draw the line. Absolutely
1: not. Chris was like, I, "I, I, I'm old." He was like, "I can't do that." But I had no choice because when you're staying out there, the music's going.
0: Oh you know? God! Wait, where does everyone stay? If there's only no. six rooms.
1: Uh, all the, the, the owners and stuff stayed there, but everybody else gets they have uh, shuttles? shuttles back to the city.
0: No, or
1: to some parking lots around.
0: Okay, I don't know about all that. That's a little too much for me. I think. No, we're unless we're doing I it. unless they doing I have a room. Year. Well, in...
1: yeah, we're doing it right there. We're, I'm not doing it if I have to go back. But then
0: it's gonna be so loud till six a.m. Whatever. We're too loud for. I mean, we're too loud. Are we too old for that? Yeah,
1: it's Oaxaca. You live once. <laughs> I,
0: don't
1: know. I, I mean, and it was weird because all the bars and stuff closed pretty early. So yeah, the, it's weird that they do that. Um, and then. From there.
0: Let's wrap it up.
1: So from there, right, we had amazing food, amazing drinks, just amazing service. Everything about that place is amazing and special. But not only that, we went on a hike in the morning. And you walk right out the door, the back door. You head up the mountain. And on one of the benches of the mountain. Get it out. On one of the benches of the mountain. They, there's a tomb that's 1500 BC that's across. Well, it's, it's it looks like a cross. And it is absolutely insane how they got the rocks up there from the creek bed. You have to go through um, the guardian's property, so you pay them a little money. They're guarding it. They're, they live off the grid. They farm off the grid. I mean, it was one of the highlights for sure. And it is a place that you can't just go. You can't. You have to have a special person to take you because you have to go through the property. And it is definitely...
0: But you're basically, just to explain a little bit more, you're basically entering this whole other, call it, Like little neighborhood, right? Of people that are how many live there?
1: There's like 30 something, if that. 30 people? 30 people. That's it? They don't even live close to each other. You can see their houses because there's maybe you live on that mountain range and I live on this mountain range. But to get come to your house for a little mezcal, it might take me 30, 40 minutes.
0: And what's their like?
1: They speak a different dialect. So they speak one of the most ancestral dialects in Oaxaca. So they, those, that family spoke uh, Zapoteca. So that dates back to 11,000 BC. (sighs) (laughs) 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 The owl. (laughs) (laughs) Mind blowing, right? And, but the, but even the uh, cross was, laid out so it was northeast southwest how do they know that 1500 bc all this stuff (laughs) is amazing you know and having people talk about it and having them show you and it was just on it was just so special the whole entire trip was that as you just wrap it up it was just special there's nothing that i mean you know me i was like can we just move down here well
0: that's the next thing
1: Wait, we're moving down there? No. no. You, I don't
0: you <laughs> I tell me. Riley texted me was like, "So, I think we're going to come down here for like a month." And I'm like, "I'm sorry. Excuse me?" Yeah. Um, so that I think is going to be happening within yeah. the year.
1: Yeah, at least 2 weeks this year, maybe 2 weeks, but they'll be within close timing of each other, but maybe different seasons would be fun to see because it's for research, of course. So, um, And I would be going to just to work in kitchens, and it was funny talking to them. I was like, "I want to come work here," and they're like, "In the U.S. it's like, oh, you have to fill out this application, yeah, and, and sign they're like, this lawsuit come. thing, and this, and so you don't sue me, and all this stuff, and I have to pay you if you want to work for free because we have legal issues that you can't do, yeah, yeah. And down there they're like, yeah, let's come on, let's go, it'd be fun, and they're like, we'll, and they're like, we'll learn from you, and I'm like, no." I want to learn from you. And they're like, yeah, but we'll still learn from you. And it's like, "What's well, true. I mean, you yeah, do learn that, from each other, but, but which that was a beautiful thing. And it was cool, but they were just very amazing, humble people. And they were like, I was like, I'll work a 12 hour day. And they're like, how about a 14 hour day? I'm like, done. I'll do it. They're like, okay, you're hired.
0: <laughs> Since I've met Riley, he's been wanting to stage. That's what it's called. Staging. you basically go into another chef's kitchen and you, you know, just
1: work for free. Yeah. As a grunt. Yeah. Whatever they need.
0: And they don't put you up anywhere, right? It's like on your own dime, you go and you just, yep. That's it. Do you have to sign any sort of NDA that you won't share the recipes with? No. That's crazy. Anyways. So he's been wanting a stage forever and everywhere we go, it doesn't matter where we are in the world. He's like, I want a stage here or I want a stage there, whatever. But, um, this actually may be a thing. So
1: this one we stay tuned app-
0: for, afford, uh, the for the Huddlestons abroad. The Huddlestons in Oaxaca. Um, the Huddlestons take over Oaxaca. We may have to vlog that at that point. Ooh, <laughs> fuck podcasting. Let's just put throw a camera up and just show everybody what's happening.
1: And in the future we'll have a lot of a lot more share to share from you from this trip. Just because I have, uh, I think it was 190 hours, or 190 milligram, or megabytes of uh, video footage alone, and then also all the yeah uh, photos because we had a photographer follow us around and videographer for the pretty much the entirety of the trip, so we could capture it for
0: um, just like future branding
1: and everything for the future projects. Which
0: I have to say is so smart. If you're, you know, starting a company or, I don't know, you know, depending on what you're doing, I just feel like it's so important in this day and age to capture footage, capture, you know, the behind the scenes, the, like the making of, it's so important that people see like almost like that's part of like the ethos, right? It's like part of, of, of the DNA of the brand and it's just, it's so, you'll look back at those photos in that video of like, I'm so glad we captured that because that's where it all started, you know? But anyways, with that said, I love you. I'm glad you're home. um, And I'm excited to actually go and check it out and experience that with Piper and and get to know the culture and maybe even have our wedding there. Who knows? But I'm, it's just I'm glad you're inspired, and I cannot wait to eat your Mexican food.
1: <laughs> Love you, baby. Thank you for having me on. I, as you could tell, very excited about it. So it's tough. oh yeah, it's tough to yeah. keep it all monot- straight with your
0: monotone voice. It's tough to <laughs> if keep you it can all tell. Straight. I'm very excited,
1: uh, but it will be amazing to share it with you.
0: I'm excited about it. And And Piper. Can we like tease the people when and where this may be happening? No? Can we give a year? I said
1: it might be happening here in Newport. I said Orange County, but Newport. Okay. I mean.
0: It'll for sure be happening somewhere else, but possibly in Newport. Yep. And.
1: We will have a project that has this cuisine. Within the next two years. Yes. Well, three. Because hotels take forever to build. That's true. So within the next three years, but maybe soon, maybe it's ten months to three years. That's pretty much
0: it. Guys, that's the anxiety that I have to live in. Everything could happen tomorrow or it could happen (laughs) fucking ten years from now. So welcome to welcome to my life. Okay. On that note. I love you. I love you. I'm done drinking this wine today we were sipping on um what is this honing 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 honig it's h-o-n-i-g honig honig you said honing
1: honing i've drank a lot (laughs) the bottle is gone
0: there's an h with like a b inside oh god you know that rhymes yeah no no we're not it's from Napa Valley 2019 it's a cab Sauvignon and um, I have to say it was very good we finished the bottle cheers I love you and I love you all at home thank you for um, supporting for being here and following along this crazy ride love you all and remember stay humble and stay hungry